never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do Hey guys, and welcome back to Maddie Costanzo's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Like I always say, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you can share this to just one friend, it would be a massive help because hopefully I can help you and I can help them and also helps me get out and get to reach more people. So that's the best part about these podcasts. Remember, they're completely free. Like you don't have to pay for these. So all I'm asking as a bit of a payment is to share it with someone, share it on your socials, anything like that would be much appreciated. Anyways, let's jump straight into it. So today we're talking about uh, mindset, uh, hindsight, uh, everything that you can think of that you kind of come up in everyday conversation with people. But it's, I seem to be having this conversation with a lot of people at the moment. Um, so I thought maybe I'll make a podcast on it and we'll see how it goes. But this is just a bunch of thoughts, a bunch of different conversations that I've had, like I said. Um, and yeah, let's just jump into it. So the other day I was having a conversation with someone and they we were, we were just talking about like sports and injuries and setbacks and stuff like that. And I looked at them and I said, do you know the best thing that's ever happened to me? And they said, what? And then I go, you're not going to believe what, what I'm going to say. And they go, well, like your, your trophies, your, your awards, this, that, who you play for, blah, blah, blah. I said, the best thing that's ever happened to me are my two ACL injuries, which have both required surgery. And they looked at me with like the most weirdest shock look on their face going like, why the hell would that be your best thing that's ever happened to you? And at the time, obviously it's not, you feel like the world's over and all your hard work has come undone. And hundred percent, I felt like that. I really did. I felt like my life was over. Like all I wanted to do was play football and I couldn't play football. Um, but now looking back, like the hindsight and all that sort of stuff is those ACL injuries have helped shape who I am right now. They have been a stepping stone and I'm sure if I didn't have my ACLs, Maybe I wouldn't be where I am today with like the knowledge, the experience, um, being like more humble about certain things and everything like that is because we aren't superheroes, we're not invincible, um, we all fall down at some point in time and it's kind of that good little reminder to have those setbacks to kind of just remind you that you're human um, and that everyone is the same and no one's better than anyone else. But yeah, so I said my ACLs are like the best injuries, the best thing that's ever happened to me because I've got to create um so many connections with people and help people through the exact same thing that I'm going through because it's such a common injury unfortunately but I've got to help so many people both boys and girls go through it it's helped me in the gym with experience in um obviously learning about different parts of your body rehab everything like that so it's just like that topper on side of on top of me being a PT it's just that little bit extra um but also if anyone has that ever had a serious injury could not even be sport like a car accident or something like that or um, have been let go from like a job and you're struggling to find another job your mind plays games and you you start to like go what if what what about me like why me all these sort of things um and the best things that they, this also gave me is my mindset to to literally open up that our brain and our mind is literally the most powerful tool we have on our tool belt if we use it right so then I've spent years and years and years reading books, um, <clears throat> doing courses, still doing courses now to learn about more things, reading podcasts, literally everything and anything I can think of 
to understand how how our brains work and how we function and why we think the way that we think and obviously trying to build different um, coping mechanisms, you could say, or different things that we can do to kind of create habits uh, and, and be more positive and stronger and like I call it, unstoppable with our mind. So what I'm going to share with you guys today is a few tips and tricks, a few ways to look at a cert, like a few different things and just to understand that, yeah, if I didn't have those massive setbacks, I wouldn't be sitting here today like recording a podcast or like talking to people at mindset seminars and things like that if it wasn't for my ACL injury. So these are the best things that could have happened to me. But anyways, we're going to jump into it. So um, pretty much what I'm going to talk to you about today also, some of it's from my mindset seminars. So you guys are getting it for free, which is awesome. Um, but Something that I talk about a lot is a winner's mindset and anyone that follows me on socials um, know I talk about winners win. It's like my favorite quote. I have winner tattooed on my hand. Some people think that's a bit of an ego thing, but it's not for anyone else. It is just for me. It is to remind me um, that I am a winner, that I am strong, that I've accomplished certain things, that I've overcome many things. And it's just a reminder like, don't give up. You're not you're not second place, you're first place, you always will be because you're a winner because you work for it. So anyways, winner's mindset. Now I get people to kind of do this as a game, uh, like a role reversal, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I always say, think if you're ever talking to a friend or something, so in this situation, think about this, you're talking to a friend and they give you um, an issue or a problem or some sort of dilemma, whatever it is that they're dealing with. How quick do you come up with positive solutions for them? Or how quick do you literally change their situation and look at it from a positive way? Like straight away, don't you? You literally, they give you this negative that like, hey, Mads, this has happened to me. It's the worst thing in the world. And the first thing you go back is, no, 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 because now you get to do this, this and this. Like how cool is that? It's so positive. And they go, I'm like, oh, thanks. You've helped me heaps. We literally do it all the time for all our friends. But how often... Do you do it for yourself? Rarely, I'm sure. Like people always are willing to help other people and help our friends and we always see the bright side for our friends to make them feel better. But then when it comes to ourselves, we can't do it for ourselves. But we've done it for someone else. So why can't you do it for yourself? You know how to think that way. You know how to think in a positive mind frame when your friends need your help. So why can't you think in a positive way and a winner's mindset when you need your own help? So that's what I want you to start thinking about is like when you when you have been given a problem or anything like that, I say there's no such thing as a problem anymore. There's only an issue or something that needs a solution. So anyone that's been to my mindset seminars, 100% know that. And my clients, when they come to me with a problem, I'm like, uh-uh, you don't have a problem. You just have something you got to find a solution for. It's that simple. Everything has a solution. You just have to find it. So I want you to start thinking about that winner's mindset, okay? You can do it for someone else, start doing it for yourself. Be a winner, winner's mindset, find solutions. Everything has a solution. And if it doesn't have a solution that's actually going to fix it, the problem or the issue, whatever it may be, if it doesn't actually have a solution to fix it, then is it really worth worrying about? If you can't change it, get rid of it. If you can't change it, move on. You know, that that's kind of what I've started to learn is like, you can't change what happened to you. So what are the next steps to overcome it, to get rid of it, to move on? That's it. It's just how, it's how you keep moving forward. It's how you grow and it's how you keep building as a person and 
keep growing because that's what we're designed to do obviously is we're designed to grow and grow and go over time we're not who we were when we we're five years old maybe in my our minds I know I can act like a five-year-old somewhere in my minds when it comes to um kids toys and playing nerf guns and who knows what else but we're designed to grow so if it doesn't serve a purpose for you anymore um I say just move on and get rid of it and, and it's okay we need to let things go um, and be stronger and be better and have that that winner focus that that going to the next step that always wanting more always being more having a new goal to focus on those sort of things so this is just how my brain works I'm just blurting it out here for all you guys and hopefully it just gives you like I said another way to think um, the next thing is when we when we're stuck and when we're down and we're struggling to find that winner's mindset and everything like that we don't know what to do next I always tell these people, and it's been in a previous podcast a little bit, is like, what's your why? So people go, oh, Mads, you do this, that, or whatever, or they see my best mate do this, that, or whatever, um, or they see someone famous, influencer, whatever, who they, whoever they are, they're doing like X, Y, Z, they're super mom, they're super PT, they're like super girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever they are, they're just doing like the extras, and you're just like, how in the hell are they doing all that? And I can probably guarantee that they have – this massive emotional why behind them that's driving them so we all have a passion like we want to do something you want to do this that or whatever so like my passion obviously for example is like pt fitness helping people but what's my why that i want to do that like i want to help people i love helping people but everyone can say put their hand up if i say does everyone want to help someone everyone will put their hand up won't they but well, everyone, if I say, do you have a why behind you want to help people? A lot of people be like, oh, yeah, just because it feels good. Like that, like they don't actually have a genuine answer. So you need an emotional why, not just a why, an emotional why behind why you want to do things, go further, be positive, have that winner's mindset. Now, my why is I want to uh, work hard, like people, people have heard me say this, want to work hard and look after my mum and my sister and now obviously my little nephew that's come along um, and of course my beautiful partner I want to take care of them I want to be that stepping stone I want to be that rock I want to be that person that they can come to if they need help Um, I want to be that person because uh, I want to feel the shoes obviously that my father left so obviously that can be a bit hurtful I'm sure some people can um, resonate with that and so yeah I want to be that 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 role model that person obviously especially that role model for my little man little nephew um, and and be that stepping stone so I want to work hard for the my family um, I want to ha- work hard also to test my limits like I'm such like a driven person and I'm, I'm so focused on competition and winning and so I always have that emotional why is because I just want to test my limits and see how strong I can get my mind and my body and everything else um, and then obviously to create a stable future which I'm sure a lot of people can agree with me they just want that stable future for themselves and their family but that is my why that is my emotional why it is my mum my sister now my little nephew and my partner I want to be there to um, take care of them so I want you to take a few minutes either pause this podcast or at the end of the podcast go back whatever um, take a few minutes to try and figure out your emotional why so not just a why you want to do things but an actual emotion so is it because you don't want to let this person down is it because this person always said that you couldn't do that so you want to do that do you know what I mean like I know I never finished school and I know I had so many teachers that was like mad you're naughty you're not going to do anything but play sport sport's not going to get you far like you're a female footballer they don't get paid anything you need to start listening in English class math class and who knows what else because that's what's gonna you need to get a job and I was like "Mm, yeah no but 
that's what I mean. So the emotional why is is for you. You don't have to share it with anyone like I shared it, but it's just something that's really going to like irk you and drive you and make you just like want to get out of bed and do more and be more and do the extras and all of the above. So, and if you are ever a bit down or not yourself, this bit of the podcast, this is something I'm going to say. It's a quote that I have in my seminar and I'm going to say it now and I want you to literally pause, rewind and replay it as many times as you can. So yes, you can. You are here today or you are listening today. You've taken the step to change. So 100% you can do it. You can change at any time. So people can change at any time. They can take control at any time. You have the power to make every decision in life. You are the author of your story. You are the editor. You are the creator, designer, and everything else in between, regardless of your environment. Make the decision. So you make the decision to do the extra work. Make the move to go forward. Only you can do that. You've got this and I'm here for you. Go for it and don't let anything get in your way. So that's literally a screensaver on the back of my um, laptop or on my laptop screen, whatever it is. That there, rewind, listen to it again. Rewind, listen to it again. You have control. That's what we're going to jump straight into is you have control. So I've written a blog about this, um, lots of other things. It's in my daily emails. If you want my daily email, you can go check it out on my Instagram. But let's jump into it. You have control. You're the one that sets your alarm in the morning and you're the one that hits snooze as well. So you have control from the second you wake up of how you're going to set the tone for the rest of the day. You have control of what you feed your face, if it's yummy food, shit food, whatever sort of food it is. And... You have control in how you react to situations, words, thoughts, and actions. So we need to start recognizing these moments and changing the way we address them. So you are capable of anything, but it starts with you taking control. You always have control. And I'm going to give a few examples because people are mad. I don't always have control. I'm like, "Mm, we'll see about that one. So if your work shirt's dirty, which nine times out of 10, I'm sure someone's done this at some point, you should have checked the washing the night before. Okay, and even a kid, if it's your school uniform, mum and dad don't have to do it, you have to do it. No food in the house. Well, should have went to the shops instead of watching Netflix. Or there's so many things online now. My Muscle Chef, HelloFresh, Macro Meals, God knows what else. You can order it and it literally comes to your doorstep. You have no reason to not have food in your house. I slept in and now I'm late. Well, you should have gone to bed earlier. You should have had two alarms and you should have put your phone out of reach. So physically, you have to get up out of bed to go turn it off. The last one or second last one that I have, my client friend date didn't show up. You should have messaged them to remind them. Boom. Nah. But seriously, just because there's someone else in the picture, you still control whether they show up or not. By reminding them you should have messaged and then they maybe shot a message back on Mads can't make it, whoever can't make it and then it would have shaved you the trouble. The last one is, and I see this a lot, my partner is unhappy. Well, did you ring to check in on them? Have you sent them flowers to see, like hope they have a nice day? Have you surprised them at work for a lunch? Have you asked them if they're okay? Literally, those things are the most simplest things to do. They take no effort and like no time at all, yet people don't do it. And then they wonder why their partner's unhappy. Nine times out of 10, all our partners want to do is go, 
hey, how was your day? And actually genuinely get off your phone and be interested in it. If you sit on your phone and go, hey, how's your day? And look at your phone, then you're kidding yourself if they think they're going to stay happy. You literally phone down, look at them, go spend time with them. Literally block out time in your week. That is what I do. You block out time in your week to spend time with your partner. That's how you stay happy is because you genuinely give them your time. That's all they want is your time. They don't want a million and one different things unless you got, I don't know, spoiled brat. But no, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like you have to just give them your time. And then that's how you take control of literally everything. Your partner happy, your friend showed up for the coffee day, you didn't sleep in, you've got food in your house and your school uniform or your work clothes are clean. You controlled absolutely everything in your day from the moment you wake up to the minute you go to sleep. So you, now you have no excuse, okay? You're controlling your future. You're controlling your mind. You're controlling the way you do things. And if you start controlling every little bit in your day like this, you're going to naturally see that your mind gets stronger because you're going to be more confident because you're like, boom, I did that. Boom, I did that. Boom, I did that. Man, I'm on fire. I'm going for gold. Then that's the winner's mindset. That's when that confidence comes in because you're like, I'm hitting targets. I'm going to work. Partner's happy. Family's good. Car's clean. Like bedroom's clean. Bed's made. Everything, like everything you can think of is just like boom, boom, boom. And you're just like, man, I am good. Then that confidence rises. Then that winner mindset starts to come. And you have to work on these things all the time. They don't just come up and then you're like, okay, I've done this for a bit. And then stop. Because where do you think you're going to go? straight back to where you started this is something that you continually grow on every single day not just when you feel like it every single day especially on the days you don't feel like it they're the days that you have to do this sort of stuff now energy everyone's like i get tired run down whatever yeah we we all have moments like this but the more we look after ourselves the less likely we're going to get fatigued and run down so I know I wake up like this morning, I woke up at 3.45, um, I had 5am clients, so I had to get up, obviously, I, I live half an hour away from the gym, so I have to get up, shower, whatever else, breakfast, um, and get to the gym, and obviously set up before they get there. And that's a big day, I haven't even had a sleep yet, I wanted like my 50th coffee, but that's totally okay, and I don't do that every day, because if I did that every day, I would be burnt out, and I would not be able to cope um so I pick and choose a day so at the moment I'm only waking up that early on a Tuesday and a Thursday Wednesday is my sleeping so it's my recovery because I've obviously had a big Tuesday and I'm recovering so then I can have obviously a big Thursday Friday is our team training day so that's me and the trainers we get to chill out we get to train go for a swim go for coffee and then I have the afternoon off Monday I work like normal and then weekend I have time for obviously family friends partner and all that sort of stuff so that's how I keep my energy high is because I actually focus on when I can work. I work long into the night um, and then I work some early mornings. I come home, try and have a nap, try today, didn't work. This whole working from home thing, mum, you need to go back to work if she ever listens to this. And then I nap hopefully and then go back to work in the afternoon. So that's how I use my energy better is just by controlling my week and when I sleep and when I wake up and making sure I just don't go 100% every single day from 4am to 8pm because I'm going to get burnt out. Now, the next thing is we need to start thinking about how much energy we use in situations physically, mentally and emotionally. So it's obviously not just physically that exhausts us, mentally, emotionally, all these things exhaust us. So I just want you to think about maybe that 10 minutes you spent typing a negative message 
when you could have been working on yourself doing 10 minutes of meditation or reading a book? How many times have you got a shit message from, I don't know, a boss, a friend, an ex, and you're stewing on it, like you're sitting there going, ho, 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 I can't believe you just said this. I'm going to come back at you. And then literally you let it bother you for, I don't know, 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour, all the rest of the day. And it really gets to you when you could have just been like, mm, whatever, and gone and spent 10 minutes, half an hour, chilling out, meditating, reading a book, maybe having a nap, and just kind of get it out of your head. So that's using your energy better. We need to start making those wise, those winner decisions and moving on to obviously, like I said, if you can't change it, doesn't have purpose, get rid of it. Or same thing, think about maybe the phone call even, someone's yelling at you, you could have just hung up and said, look, this is not going to um, be solved in this conversation. Let's try another conversation at a later date. And why don't you go outside and enjoy some sun, listen to a podcast, hopefully mine, or an audio book, or read a book again, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you need to just start learning when to cut things out and go do something for yourself. It re-energizes you. It boosts you up. It's like when you put your phone on a phone charger. You never let it die, do you? So why do you let yourself die? Like constantly charge yourself up throughout the day so you can keep at that hundred percent. Uh, the next thing I don't see as much, but I'm starting to work obviously with younger females and they have spoken about this a few times. I go into the youth center as well. Um, and I talk to young females there and this is like a big one for obviously that teenage age group. So think about a post on social media, a comment or a caption maybe, um, that you want to write to get back at someone when there is just a high chance that they won't even see it like Instagram, social media algorithms, they're probably not even going to see it. So why did you spend the last half an hour trying to think of like this savage comeback when you just could have not, you could have posted something else, something about you smiling and like giving a positive thought to maybe someone else that is going to see it instead of worrying about that one person with a negative comment that you want to see. That's just what, like what I'm thinking. Um, and obviously I'm trying to hit examples for everyone that could potentially be listening to this. Um, but that's what I mean. Like this energy, use your energy on you. Don't use it on someone else. So you need to have the constant recharge throughout the day to keep that energy high. But you need to keep using it on yourself, not someone else. Now, another thing that obviously taps into our energy is like your self-talk. So this is something that people ask a lot, obviously, of trainers, like, how do you always stay so positive? It's like, we literally have these little voices in our head saying, you can do this, or you can do that, or you're a winner, like I said with my tattoo, um, or all these different things going on ahead, and it's literally self-talk, and we always do it to ourselves. Um, So you need to start catching yourself if you have a negative thought, and you need to start realizing how you can change that negative thought. So what I mean by that, if you do something and you say, I failed, you should change that I failed to I will just have another go. Or um, this one that I used to got a lot when I was younger and still now I don't know that. Well, I will understand it if I keep learning. Like I remember in maths class, I literally zoned out because I was like, I don't know this stuff at all. And so I used to like scrunch up a ball um, of paper and then kick it around pretending I was like some football superstar um, and it, it resorted to me not even being allowed in the classroom for for a little while because I was a distraction but you know what I mean like if I just had that self-talk if I knew what I knew now back then maybe I would have understood it better because now if I look at a weights plates and bars and all that I know exactly how much weight is on that bar 
but you put pen and paper and numbers and letters on a piece of paper and I won't know shit. But anyways, you know what I mean? So it's just like that self-talk. I'm just rambling. Um, another one is all for all my sports athletes. I didn't make the cut. Well, when they come to me and say, Mads, I didn't make it, I was like, well, let's work on your weaknesses a little more and we're going to go for it again next year. Just because you didn't make it this year doesn't mean you won't make it next year. And the difference is you're not giving up now. I'm not going to let you. What are your biggest weaknesses right now? What are your biggest strengths? And let's focus on those weaknesses. Let's tap into those strengths as well. And let's make you from a 98 to a 99 for next season. And do you know what I mean? Just keep working on those things. So just because you didn't make a cut, you just go back, work on the weaknesses, make them into a strength, and you go back bigger and better. The another thing is... Um, you might say this to yourself a lot. Some people might say it to you as well. So it kind of works both ways is you suck. But because you sucked at something means that you tried when someone else didn't even try. So keep your head up. I'll say that again. You tried when someone else didn't even try. So keep your head up. You gave it a go when someone else didn't. So you're a legend already because you actually stood up and had a go. The last thing is, the biggest one in the whole wide world, and I wish this would change, um, and you may hear, you may, athletes, you may hear coaches say this, you may hear teachers say this, or your mum and dad say this, but when you say, I can't, they're like, there's no such thing as I can't. Well, there isn't, because you can. Imagine if you believed in the I can. So imagine if you believed in the I can, the positive, as much as you believed in the I can't. So literally we look at something and we go, I can't, and we 100% believe that we can't do it and the world is over and we sit down and we're like, "Mm -mm, not happening today. But imagine if we looked at it and we're like, I can, I can do that. And we believed as much as we believed in the I can't. Imagine how many things you'd get done. It's insane. If you just go, so even if it's something brand new, if you just go, I can do that and give it a go, you're either going to do it and you're either going to do it really, really well, or you're going to do it averagely. But the difference is you tried and you did it instead of just sitting on your butt and saying, I can't. So that's what I want to start you guys to start talking about, thinking about with your self-talk. Blah, blah, blah. Get it muddled up with my words. But you know what I mean? So that's what I mean. That winner's mindset needs to be worked at every single day, like I just said. It starts with your self-talk, your why, your emotional why, sorry, um, and that you do have control from the second you wake up to the minute you go to sleep. You have control how you react, like I said, how you do this, that, and whatever. So we need to look at the bigger picture. We need to look at not just one thing. We need to look at multiple things. We need to focus as much as we can on ourselves and using the energy for us and not for someone else that doesn't even need our energy, that doesn't require our energy. And the last thing that I'm going to leave you guys with is Sorry, we have insurance. This is like where my mind goes sometimes. Is we have insurance on our cars, right? We pay, just because I paid my car, Reggie. We have so much money saved up to make sure we pay our car rego on time. And our car, there isn't just one rego. You've got like the roadside assistance rego. You've got the CTP. And then if you want the other ones and the other ones and the other ones and then the, the NRMA, not the NRMA, whatever it is, Service New South Wales, you got to pay that as well. And it's so much money, but we do it because like that's just what we're told to do to protect our car. Then we same with the house insurance. We have all this house insurance to go if someone broke in, if there was a fire, if there was a flood, who else knows what else, whatever else. Like we, we have so much money and it goes towards that as well. And then we even have life insurance 
Like we have insurance for our life. But part of our life is how we live it obviously every day. And the thing that no one really has insurance for is your mind. I was like, we protect everything else that's an object, a house, a car, but we don't protect our mind. The one thing that we literally are stuck with for the rest of our lives is our mind. And we don't proactively protect it enough. Some people do and some people are learning to do that. And this is literally what I get all my athletes to start doing is your mindset. Every single day that they come into a session with me now, they all have mindset books and they fill it out. I have questions for them and I'm like, it could be a question to test themselves. It could be a question to, uh, as accountability, it could be anything, but it's, we're just starting to proactively protect their mind. So that's something that I want you to think about is because when you're working, we all work, you proactive, proactively protect your mind you start to feel better, feel stronger. You do all the things that I said at the start of this podcast about control and understanding your why and being positive and doing things for you and that self-talk. And if you work, we work. We all work together because we're all then happier. We're all more positive. We all want to start helping each other. And that's the way this winner's mindset starts to work. But anyways, guys, um, I'm going to leave that there because I feel like there was I feel like there was a few little nuggets in there that maybe hopefully will get you thinking like I said rewind listen to it again um if you have any questions please like I always say shoot me a message on any sort of social medias um or email me I'm more than happy to have a conversation with anyone about anything I'm here to help because I actually love what I do and yeah have a good afternoon day night wherever you guys are listening to this I appreciate you all so much um and I will be back to talk to you all soon bye Yo, never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do